Now, we could have a fight about this, and I don't want to start a fight at this hour, but the rules say that spring doesn't begin until next week. Common sense, of course, says that spring begins when the weather changes, but if you're a doctrinaire about these things and are governed by the calendar and not the equinoxes, it's next week. That said, there was a real feel about the place that this was the week. 51551 if you want to take issue with me on that. Whether it has or whether it hasn't sprung, whether there's a cold snap down the line or not, that major signpost of spring, calving, is underway around the country now. And especially on the farm of John Robinson and John Jr. outside Callan County, Kilkenny. Now, a question for you, well, for the non-cow breeding part of the audience anyway. When you have 142 cows who were all artificially inseminated around the same time nine months ago, how do you know when they're about to calve? <laughs> She's going to calve. Like, see, what are you the, feeling there? Uh, they're, they're what you call her pin bones. And when they soften... Right back at either side of the tail. Yeah, yeah. when they soften now, they'll uh, calf you know, within 24 hours. So it's, is, I it know, the, is it the hollow behind the bone that you're feeling? For uh, no, the, the, the bone itself, if you feel this one now, she's, yeah, she's a kind of softening, but she's not... A, no, I see it there. Yeah, the, yeah that, that's that there. Okay. Yeah, now she's not as soft as and the other one. when you say... Soften? Do does it become fluid filled or what? No, it just gets soft. Uh, let me see now. These ones now might not as near. John finds me a cow nowhere near calving to compare, and sure enough, when I press down the bone sticking up on either side of the tail, it's hard. Where the one about to calf, well, the bone was just soft. Now look at that one. See, she's she's good and firm now. Ah, okay, yeah. Yeah, I do, yeah. It's a waiting game, this calving business, but not an idle one. The rest of the herd still has to be milked and the six that were born the previous night have to be hand-fed. You'd want a second pair of hands to get this done. Oh, my God. They would drive you crack the time, so they would... As soon as you get one drinking on the bottle, oh, the other's yeah. over here on the feeder <laughs> yeah, exactly. jumps off, and yeah, then the one yeah, the yeah. bottle wants in on the feeder. Yeah. Oh, that's exactly what happens. Even an octopus would have had a hard time trying to achieve the task that John was setting himself. Keep three calves on the one feeder while simultaneously bottle feeding a fourth and fending off the other two that wanted in on the action. Oh my God, don't be a brat, come on. <laughs> this is the one that I wouldn't suck. This morning, I've used the stomach. Ah, now we're going again. One of the newborns who wouldn't feed all day finally latches on. A happy sound. Definitely, definitely, definitely a very happy sound. This is great, really. You know, you get, you get a different... There's a different life in you uh, once the cows are calf and you're really... It must be like playing an all iron that you're just up at a gear and you're really, you're really up for it and you're, you know, at the other end of the year, we say in November and December, you're the very opposite. You're kind of more lethargic and you're kind of wishing that the cows are finished milking and you could get a rest from it. But once the first cow calves, it's like throwing in the ball in all Ireland. You're just off, and that's it. And you're, you're really, you're really, 
going home for us, so yeah. Where does calving come in the calendar of your year in your mind? Is it the beginning, the middle, or the end, or is it just oh. part of the same circular? Oh, it's, this is the start of the year for me, anyway. And for, for I say for most farmers now. Are you putting any of your cows to a bull, or is it all done by artificial uh, insemination? All artificial insemination. We we don't. We never had bulls here, really. And I suppose they're they're an animal that I just have an awful lot of respect for. And how long does that process of AI take for the whole herd? Because presumably you don't get it all done in a day or two days. You're aiming to get 90% of your cows served in three weeks, in the first three weeks of the breeding season. So out of 90% of them, you'd be hoping that 60% of them will go in calf on the first, first experience with AI. And the next round then you'd be hoping that 60% of the 30% that's left will go in calf. You almost need it to be like that, though, don't you? Because yeah. you, you'd, you'd be driven absolutely oh. bonkers if, well, ev- if everything well, if was... Every con- cow went to, if every cow went in calf the first day, wouldn't I look nice here today now with, with, with how many calves try and, yeah. and feed? You know, so. John is not just yeah. soft-spoken yeah. by nature. Around the newborns and the expectant mothers, you'll never hear him speak any louder than this. The whole shed is deliberately very, very chilled and relaxed. I was curious to see if separating cows from their calves was traumatising for either. On this day, in this shed, there was no sign that it was at all. No, there, there is no stress. No, that's all, uh, that's all uh, a fallacy, really, because... Like, all she wants to do after calving is get into the milking parlour to get some meal and to get relieved of the milk. And, and she's happy with that. No, both, both cow and calf are... They're, they're none the wiser. You know, they're, they're, none, they're none the wiser, so... Uh... The management of all the calves, especially the male ones that are born this spring, prompts important debates, which we will have in coming weeks. But today we are doing the story of what did and didn't happen on Wednesday in John Robinson's shed. And as they put the shed to bed that night, there wasn't much sign of anyone giving birth. John showed me the app on his phone that he'd be taking to bed with him. Uh, We have a calving camera in the shed here, and we have uh, an app on our phone. So you can just wake up and get the camera on your phone beside the bed or in the bed. And if there's something calf, you get up and go up. And if there's not, you can get under the, the pillow again for another hour. Do they always favour the night time? No. Now, I know last night we had, we had six last night from 7 o'clock yesterday evening until 7 o'clock this morning. I have a feeling it's not going to be on tonight. Do you hear that mute silence? That was me, or the sound of me, anyway, wondering if in a year where there's going to be over two million calves born, had I somehow managed to pick the one farm on the one night where there was not going to be even one? Well, we pick up the threads of that one a little later on in the programme while I work out my excuse. Now, folks, returning to our visit to the Robinson Farm in Kilkenny from the top of the programme... On any given night during calving season, there are literally tens of thousands of calves being born on farms all around the country. And my job on Wednesday was to find just one being born. But after several hours mulliking around John's yard on Wednesday, he landed this bombshell on me. 
I have a feeling it's not going to be on tonight. Nature has its own pace and rhythm. There were six calves born the night before, but as they put the yard to bed on Wednesday, nothing was stirring, and as I arrived on Thursday morning, things weren't looking very promising then either. Yeah, a lot longer. John Jr. was in the parlour teaching the heifers who had only recently calved and were new to being milked how it was done. Because the problem this time of year is you have a few sore knuckles and sore arms. John Sr. was in with the calves, hand feeding, again proving that herding cats is comparatively easy. They torment you when you're trying to feed the baby ones. The Robinson farm was going about the rhythm of its normal day, only there was no calf about to be born for Howie here to report on. But all good things come to those who don't deserve them, and at the very civilised hour of 8.30am, two front feet popped out of Heifer 1771, a first-time mother. Oh, you're very close now. Good girl. Go on. contraction now. Go on. Good girl. Good girl. Oh, she's giving me side eye here. What are you doing looking at me? Would you not just give me a little bit of privacy to get on with these, please, Philip? Though I was keeping my distance and trying to hide from view, as you can hear, my presence was unwelcome and only slowing things down. So I left to go and figure out how it is that you can report on something that you can't see. And I'm outside watching her do her thing on John's phone. Doesn't really get much more 21st century than that, does it? And I can see from the camping cameras... She's lying down now, still looks very relaxed. She's just calmly getting on with it. And almost as if to underline exactly how useless men are in these situations, no more than three minutes after I had left, 1771 gave birth to a healthy heifer. There we are, John. Yes, Looks healthy and happy from this distance. Yeah, I'd say once you see their head up and they shake it, you know that uh, things are probably all right. Uh, first thing we'll do here now is we'll get some iodine and we'll disinfect his navel to uh, use it. Oh, it's a heifer as well, which is good news. And that umbilical cord is effectively an open wound, isn't yes, it? Yes, it is. It is, yes. So now, oftentimes what happens then is the older cow will try and take over as the mother. Okay. And uh, <laughs> is to move her off then. Yeah. And how soon will you separate that heifer? In about 15 minutes now, we let her, we let her lick the calf, uh, lick all the afterbirth off the calf. Oh, wait a second. I, th- I think she's afraid of the calf. Yeah. So sometimes there would be like, uh, you know, over here with Ty, you can out here now, 
You've done this hundreds of times at this stage, so obviously the novelty has completely worn off. But there's a big smile from one side of your face to the other at the moment. You're a little bit giddy. Well, you're, you're always a bit overwhelmed by nature. And I suppose it's when you have a dead calf or two dead calves that you appreciate when things go right. You know, that's, uh, when things are going well... It's great. And you started the day with a happy, healthy heifer calf. Uh, uh, so yeah, that's, that's in yeah. one of the wind that's, column. Oh, that is, that's, that had put a spring in your step, honey, I saw it would like, you know. Ah, new life. There you go. And my very sincere thanks to the Robinson family, John and John Jr. for playing host to me there on Wednesday and indeed into Thursday morning and overnight. 